0: there's julipa who is levitating and another guy who is levitating this morning is steve vines good morning sir i'd go as far as to say
1: levitated (laughs) he's gone gone out through the ether yes (laughs) how are you sir well i'm all right i'm all right i'm mm. I'm a. I'm just coughing and spluttering, but, you know, it's that time of year. It is. It is. Yes.
0: Well, it's been a, a busy week as ever, hasn't it? It really Tom?
1: has. I mean, we had the awful news of this fire mm. in Jordan, uh, in which it appears... Well, not it appears. some people have died, and some people are, have life-threatening injuries. Mm. So it's a terrible tragedy. On the night of the fire, Caspar Choi, who allegedly is the Secretary for Home Affairs, and remember, that's a job which embraces dealing with situations like this, decides that his priority is to take to Facebook and tell the world how much he's enjoyed a bowl of uh, soy you know, sugar water. What? Mm. Really? Mm. I mean, you know, what instincts does this man have? Does he not understand? And in case, for the avoidance of doubt, as my legal friends say, in case anybody thought that, that he wasn't callous and arrogant, he then posts a remark later saying, Oh, I understand there's been criticism, but these are his exact words multitasking is not conflicting. What? 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 <laughs> I mean, the point here is very clear mm-hmm. is that anybody who had ever been subject to any form of proper accountability wouldn't for one moment have done anything like this and 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 at the very least would have said you know what that was an insensitive thing to do i'm sorry not our boy casper our boy casper of course isn't accountable to anyone except for the bosses in beijing he's not accountable even to the sino chief executive in name only because she doesn't really have any control over appointments anymore. He's, and, you know, as long as he, he can do the um, crawling around and uh, make himself uh, amenable to the big bosses, he's all right. That's his level of accountability. And, and, you know, in case anybody has ever had the bizarre idea that all this, you know, chit-chat about democr- democracy and elected governments, you know, is, is for the fairies, this is what you get when you don't have it. It ain't it, The democratic system sure as hell ain't perfect, as we've seen in, in the United States, elections can be a bit problematic, but they don't produce this. They do not produce people who just do not care, don't Is care.
0: It, it, could it have been a case of head in the sand, just didn't know what was going on? <laughs>
1: well, if he didn't know that this was going on, he needed to be fired on the spot... I mean, if if you have a tragedy of this order going on, and you are one of the ministers, sectors, whatever you want to call them, responsible, and you didn't know about it, boy, mm. out the door in 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 my view. And then, of course, you get the usual circus. Carrie Lam turns up uh, on the morning afterwards and does the, the does the photo op. I mean. Has she got no shame at all? She's there apparently for a total of less than half an hour, and then she issues a decisive statement saying, <clears throat> "Yes, well, um, um, uh, there must be follow-up on this case. Have we a, heard that a, before?" I beg your pardon. There must be follow-up. Yes, of course, there must be follow-up. Mm. Is that the best you can do? Really, is that the best you can do? Mm. And and I mean, what is at the heart of all of this? is the appalling state of some of Hong Kong's housing stock. These tenement buildings are, this isn't a secret. In fact, we know how much it isn't a secret, is because in 2011, there was a very similar fire in Mong Kok, which took nine lives and and injured, I think, something like 30 people. What is the the, the common thread, the, the ghastly common thread, which links all of this? Poverty and poor building stock. You know, you have a government that's obsessed on these big, fancy projects. You know, we'll we'll reclaim an island here. We'll build a, a, you know, a palace museum there. I mean, they're so busy with these so-called legacy projects that when it comes to the poor, they don't give a flying. Yeah. And in this case, that nobody would seriously question that if this building had proper um, emergency exits had a proper sprinkler system, what have you. There wouldn't be less injuries. There's almost certainly wouldn't be anybody dead. Mm. It's as simple as that. Mm.
0: And we hear, we do hear this every time, don't we? There's some big thing like this that we're going to have a, you know, improvement well, in the standards. And what do you standards. get?
1: And what do you get instead of an improvement? Instead of a concerted effort to say, look at the bis- abysmal state state of our housing stock you get the clipboard wielders from the fire and the, the, the food and environmental health department dashing around trying to issue tickets to people that's what you get you don't actually get anybody coming in and saying you know instead of spending all these squillions of dollars on on white elephant projects we're going to put this money into building safety now it's complicated it's difficult these old buildings you can't just knock them all down that's not a feasible proposition you can't just evict everybody who lives in them but you sure as hell can do something to improve safety and one of the things you could do is is provide grants to to put in the necessary equipment and to make sure that it is put in you know the the money isn't sort of spent on something else i mean these are things which can be done they 've got enough bureaucrats doing to, to do it, but you know what? oh, they're all poor people they, they If they don't die by a fire, they're going to die in some other way. Oh yeah, can we move on to something more important? The palace museum is opening yeah that's that's a big thing. We'll all go to the party for that and clink glasses and what have you. So I think this is an appalling disgrace, and it's a um, it's it's just a reminder of how appalling and how shambolic is the administration that runs hong kong and i think the problem here is that it's it's an intractable problem because they won't improve they don't have <coughs> the thing which is called the kick up the backside which will prove them to get their act to, uh, we'll, we'll 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 force them sorry <coughs> to get their act together
0: yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot to be done, isn't it, on that front? There really, there, there really is a lot to be done. Um, and this, But this problem's been going on for a long time, isn't
1: the, it? The problem's been going on for a long time, and it is no coincidence that when you have high level of fatalities, as there was in this particular instance, it's always in the same kind of premises. So it's not, you know, <coughs> it's not some appalling coincidence, it's a fact.
0: Hmm. Ah, oh, well, let's see what's what's going to happen as a result of that. Probably not much, I suspect. Is not we, much. I would think, have thought.
1: Right? Uh, should we um, should we move on? Perhaps.
0: Yeah. What else is going on?
1: Well, I mean, uh, the, the the this rumbling row in schools about who is who is qualified and who isn't qualified to teach. Now, the latest two two teachers have been banned for life. That means that not only. <coughs> can they not um, ever teach again, as long as this regime lasts. But it also means that they can't even go on school premises. You know, that puts them on a par with paedophiles who are banned, in my view, rightly, from school premises. Mm. So why have they been banned? So this latest one is extraordinary. This is a teacher who, uh, uh, in addition to his or her other duties, was told to put together a, um, a, a general studies course. This isn't what is the main occupation of this particular teacher. And uh, according to the Education Bureau, committed the heinous sin of misinterpreting the Opium War, which incidentally took place something like mm, 200 years ago. So, uh, not not quite that. But the point is, apparently he said that that the Opium War, she said the Opium War was uh, part of an attempt to stamp out Um, drug taking, opium taking in China. Now, this is a contested historical issue. I completely understand that. It is something of which you can have a valid discussion. It is entirely possible that this particular interpretation of the opium war is, is, you know, is, is difficult to sustain but to ban a teacher from l- for yeah. life. But what has that got to do with anything today? Well, well, of course, what it has to do today is it's not the official party line. The official party line is that the, the, the opium war was an imperialist attempt to take over uh, China, to do down the Chinese people, and <clears throat> we don't want to hear any other version of history other than the version that we're propagating. I mean, this is, this is thought control. But it's not, you know, beat around the bush. This is what it is. Now, if it is the case that there was a serious concern about this interpretation of history, I would have suggested they have a di- discussion with this teacher and say, you may want to look at other ways of looking at this. You may want to perhaps um, not do general studies because, after all, you're oh. you're you're basically supposed to be teaching other things. Mm. But you know, this kind of ban him for life. Why is he banned for life? Because, and this is how things are working nowadays, the, the, um, the, 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 the monsters in the pro-Beijing press have been going around Hong Kong, raking out records of people they don't like, and exposing them. And once you've been exposed in one of the communist papers, of course action has to be taken. So this is, this is the Cultural Revolution style of um, denunciation leading to, used to be in the Cultural Revolution, people being beaten up and stoned in the streets. They certainly got fired from their jobs. They certainly got kicked out of their houses. Great. We're now having that in Hong Kong. Is that you get denounced in one of the communist papers, you're out of a job. You 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 perhaps report to this new Stasi-style hotline where you can um, tell on your neighbours. Oh, I heard Mrs. Wong. She was in the dai dong. She said some very unpatriotic things over her milk tea. You should be having a look at Mrs. Wong. Oh, and she was wearing a yellow scarf. You know this sort of thing. It it kind of sounds funny, <laughs> and uh, but but it isn't. It really isn't. This is this is when you start having a breakdown of social order because when people are fear uh, have a fear of speaking, when people have um, suspicions about whether they will be reported upon, the the nature, the whole tenor of civil society changes, and this is what we're seeing. And of course, the Communist Party has a particular problem with schools because they are convinced that the protest movement has entirely arisen, or they can't quite make it. It's either because of foreigners inciting it and fueling it and giving funds to make it uh, work, or it's because teachers have been poisoning the minds of the pupils, which is why so many young people involved in the protest movement hold the press. Young people get involved in protest. I think that happens in other countries, but never mind. It happens here. Um, And they think that, that the reason is that the teachers are to blame. The teachers have not done their job. They have not pursued the party line sufficiently in the classrooms. Teachers must be punished. Teachers must be purged. Schools must be cleansed of impure thoughts. I mean, I wish any of that was an exaggeration. I don't think it is. Surely
0: there should be some kind of uh, recourse for teachers that have this. Well, this particular to them,
1: teacher right? is is appealing. But who do you appeal to? You appeal to the education department. Who runs the education fund? It's a circular, it's a circular, um, what's the word? Dujar, mm. I believe is the technical expression. Word, yes. yes, it's a circular Dujar. I mean, there may well be, but then to do this, of course, you, you is really very expensive. There may well be legal recourse for unfair dismissal. Could be, I don't know. But, you know, of course, then if you go and uh, uh, crowdfund... Uh, uh, money raising to help your legal defense you then get shoved in jail for money laundering I mean you know the 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 level at which this is banging down on anybody who dares to raise anything um, resembling a voice of defiance is extraordinary incidentally I have no idea whether the two teachers who've been thrown out were um, associated with the democracy movement or not I simply don't know that but but the fact of the matter is that they stepped out of line And this is what's happened to them. So, can you imagine the chill that is running through the teaching profession now? Do I dare speak to any of my colleagues? Do I dare deviate from anything in a government textbook or government approved textbook, etc., etc.? I mean, these are things which really only occur in dictatorships. In most societies, teachers mouth off because that's what they do and 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 by the way students don't listen to everything teachers say i mean even i at my advanced age do remember at school i never regarded teachers as god i remember thinking on the contrary well if mr so-and-so says that it's going to be wrong isn't it because he's an old git you know children are pretty discerning in what they consume
0: i mean i suppose education goes in waves in in some ways doesn't it because you know, if, if you go back 50 or 50 100 years maybe in uh, in the west you know rote learning was some, one of the things that came out of um out of schools but uh, but the system changed and it's much more focused on discussion about yeah. events and you know put, uh, kids and, and children and and students uh, and, and giving their all, views all as well better right? for it
1: mm. you know i mean some some neanderthal sent in an email to, to this program the other day when I was on saying, you know, children should only be taught the three hours, they shouldn't be doing anything else. You know, really? The society and the world has moved on. We want people who can think. Children who, who have mastered mathematics, reading and blah 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 are, are marvellous and I'm all in favour of literacy. But honestly, the, the ability to f- think freely is what created, for example, this vaccine that is going to cure the coronavirus. Very interesting. The two people in Germany who um, are responsible for the breakthrough in in that particular company are both Turkish immigrants to to Germany. Okay. They're people who got who who had to leave their own country because of oppression, But, but but, you know, they're free thinking people. Mm. Who, who, who have emerged in a liberal democracy and have developed a virus. These things are, have an enormous importance to the progress of, of mankind. It's not a case that, that you know, education is somehow something which is contained in a single textbook. And if you've mm. learnt the textbook, mm. you've learnt everything you need to know. Hmm. well anyway there's it you know there's a good argument these days that you don't
0: need those original sort of three R's because you, could, you can look it all up on the internet anyway you don't need to rote
1: learn a whole, whole lot of history yeah. and geography and so I, on. i mean I, so I can just tell you from my own experience at school i was the worst math student on the planet i certainly couldn't even get a maths o level log logarithms right? i never understood it i never understood <laughs> figures but you know what once i once i got into the outside world and i had to understand figures for running a business, for example, Hmm. you know what? They suddenly came alive. So, you know, just rote learning and forcing people to do things... Doesn't work, right? It doesn't work. I mean, for some kids it does, incidentally. Some kids like that structure and they work well with it. Hmm. Um, As someone who was never one of those, I can tell you it didn't work for me. More from Steve in a second.
0: Freddie Mercury and Love Kills... It's not the only thing they say. Uh, Steve Vines is here. Um, there's no, a whole. I don't kill, honest. <laughs> it's not him. It's not it's you. Not sir. me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a whole stream of this stuff going on there in the world of politics and government at the moment. It never stops,
1: right? It's very hard to keep up, particularly with these arrests mm. um, and people being hauled before um, the courts for this, that, and the other. Mainly the other. Um, but there's a case which is very high profile in the courts at the moment. Concerning um, with the defendant called Tam tak Chi, who is being charged with sedition a very serious offence. It's an offence that's been on the statute books for, for many years. It's an old colonial offence. Not...
0: It only seems to have been raised, though, in the last couple of years, really. We've well, we last... heard about it, right? Yeah,
1: I don't, think it, I don't think there's been any charges for sedition for at least 50 years in Hong Kong until this came up. And, you know, when people focus, and this is where everything comes together, people focus on the national security law, and they say, oh, that, that, that could be problematic in the courts. What we see here in this case is that the defendant is um in the early stages of this trial and the the prosecution, i.e. the government, has already said to the judge, Oh, and by the way, we'd like to pick the judge. I beg your pardon. We'd like to pick the judge, they say. We we only want a judge who's who 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 will be serving in the national security law courts. We don't want another judge. Well But this is not national security law, right? It is not national security law, number one. Number two, the idea the preposterous idea that that parties to an action can can specify who they want to be the judge yeah. i mean where that doesn't where that doesn 't coincide with anything that that is recognized as independence of the judiciary, I would like to know i mean it 's appalling that the government is asking i don 't know because i don 't know what 's happened in court today whether they 're um, um, request has been granted but the idea that they should even make this request is appalling so what we have have now is not only the weaponising of the law which I mean you know don't hold the front pages that's been going on for some time but the the sheer blatant effrontery of the way the government is bringing these cases they go to court and they say we're not sure that we'll get a judge who will uh, be (coughs) sufficiently amenable so you know this is what we want in this case, I hope that the judiciary is strong enough to resist this because it's an I mean, it, it, it's part of a slippery road that that, in my mind is a, is more than slippery. It's a skidding road to disaster. So we'll see what happens in this case. I mean, it's very interesting that he was charged with sedition because sedition um, is is in normal circumstances, extremely hard to prove. Mm. which is which is one reason what is
0: sedition what is what's the definition well i don't
1: know what it i i don't actually know the precise legal definition but i i assume that what it's about is undermining just um, looking it
0: up conduct or speech inciting people to rebel against the authority of a state or monarch
1: yes So, I mean, that incidentally is also covered by the national security law, very explicitly covered. Mm. I don't know why these charges were brought as sedition, not brought under the national security law. Maybe it's because even this bunch of muppets who run the government have have kind of got the message that the national security law is making Hong Kong look very bad. Too sensitive, right? in, In, well... Sensitive to the fact that it's it, it, that 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 the national security law is making Hong Kong look very bad, and so they say, mm. "Oh, I will tell you what, we'll, we'll we'll use a colonial old colonial law and say that that's the one we would like." And if anybody criticizes and says, "Well, it was good enough for the British," blame the good Brits, right? for us. Yeah. And you know, I, I'm all in favour of blaming the Brits, being a Brit myself. <laughs> but of course, the difference between. Um, Blaming the Brits and um criticising the Chinese Communist Party is if you live in Britain and you blame the Brits, indeed if you criticise the monarchy, you criticise the Prime Minister, you criticise anybody, people will say, Well, you know, that's your point of view, son, you don't know nothing. We'll just ignore you. We'll kind ignore of thing, you, eh? yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, um but but this is this is kiddie stuff. We all kind of know there's a difference there. So I, I, I'm really worried as if there isn't enough to be worried about and boy is there enough to be worried about you know we now have somebody in Beijing one of the the, the, the tame scholars who 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 um, is wheeled out for these purposes saying oh you know I think what we really need to do is um, get rid of the um uh what is it get rid of the um uh the organization that or the that that um, puts together the June 4th commemoration rallies because they're clearly seditious. And then you've got... And here we have, much more sinister, is um, Zhang Xiaoming, who, who used to run the liaison office, is now the number two in the Hong Kong Macau Affairs Office, speaking at a seminar to commemorate, I think it's the 30th anniversary of the Basic Law, speaking there to say, you know, these loyalty pledges time for everybody to take them Mm. district councillors legco members so once you've once you've started down that road you can just see the queue of disqualifications will be stretching from here to eternity i mean this is all being um how many district councillors are there a lot right you mean left well well remember i mean remember let's just pause there remember since the enormous um, democrat victory in the district council elections last year the number of district councillors who've been arrested who've been threatened with arrest etc etc is overwhelming and to this day carrie lamb has refused to meet them mm. she's had two meetings with those who were defeated and she is a person who keeps saying oh well you know if only i knew who to meet um, to discuss what's going on i mean you know maybe but you know these people well you know you have an opportunity these people have been elected by the people of hong kong right. in an election where there was a turnout of over 70% breaking all records that have ever been seen in the sar so you know you do have some people to meet you just won't meet them it's as simple as that but you will sanction their arrest, you will tell your officials that they are not allowed to handle council business that that, that that you have deemed is inappropriate. I mean, you know, you will, in other words, clamp down on their activities, but you certainly won't uh, initiate any kind of dialogue with them. So <laughs> if you then start saying, oh, well, you know, they now have to, to, to sign a loyalty pledge, um... And then you interpret. You are free to interpret whether they've broken that pledge or not. I mean, we know where all this is heading. It's not a mystery. And incidentally, in that speech that, that Zhang made at the um, 30th anniversary, he also said, and you know what? We need to look a bit more carefully at the judiciary. I think it needs a revamp. It's not really serving its purpose. Boy, is that a sinister statement. Every day, something new i mean i it's it, you kind of <coughs> it's reached a level where you almost turn up because turn off because there's too much of it it it,
0: it actually unfortunately has reached almost a a boredom level because it's so much just there and there and there and everybody well i feel anyway i've just heard yeah, too much about I know. this you know? I,
1: I was speaking to somebody the other day This is very interesting you say this mm. who, who who kept saying to me well what did you expect you know what, what did you think was going to happen in Hong Kong? Um, why why <coughs> did you have any illusions? And I'm just thinking, once you've reached that level of pessimism and, and uh, what's the word, you, you know, it, bowing to what is seen to be inevitable. inevitable. Right? Yes, mm. bowing to the inevitable. This sort of determinism that nothing can be changed, that's killed off the spirit of Hong Kong. The whole point about Hong Kong, <coughs> the reason that I've lived here for so long is I've always seen Hong Kong as a place of possibility. Mm. Oh, it's seen, always had that. So it's a land, land of opportunity. It's right? a land of opportunity. It's a place where things which don't seem to be possible are possible. Mm. Mm. I mean, I know maybe that's unpatriotic. I don't know. Is 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 having pride in Hong Kong verboten these days? I'm I'm finding it hard to keep up. But but you know, once you've killed that spirit. <coughs> And you just say, "I, you know, I concede, you know, uh, this is inevitable, that's inevitable, let's all buckle down and shut up. That's what's going to happen. People will shut up.